Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, June 28th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the House is set to take up a vote on a January 6th select committee and an infrastructure package before the end of the week. Number two, who we are watching this week. And number three, Bill Barr unleashed. All right, Jake, set us up. It's going to be a very critical week here in Washington for the House before the July 4th recess. Number one, this January 6th select committee. What's happening? Yeah, so the House will vote this week on a January 6th select committee. This is a, um, we've been waiting a long time for this, right? A lot of people have been waiting to see what Pelosi will do. And she's Nancy Pelosi, that is the House Speaker. She is um, putting this bill on the floor the week before July, or the week of July 4th, I guess. July 4th is Sunday. And um, a few interesting things to watch. Number one, will any Republicans vote for it? I would imagine very few, if any. Um, and she's not naming members yet, but this resolution should spell out who she wants to be on the committee in the sense of how many members there are, what the, the uh, qualifications for the members are, because she's going to have to lay out at least, um, uh, in this resolution, who could be on the committee. Kevin McCarthy is going to then have to make a choice. Does he want to participate in this thing? And if he does want to participate in it, uh, who will he put on the committee? I have to imagine he will participate in this. But um, it's better to be inside the room than outside the room, I would guess. I guess I could see a world in which he doesn't participate, but it would it would it would be really hard to believe. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think, listen, this to me is the next step, right? You've We've been kind of waiting back and forth between the House and the Senate. What was going to happen? What was Pelosi going to do? Uh, her hand was basically forced to, to move forward with a select committee. Uh, and I agree with you. I think, like, the key person that you would just imagine Kevin McCarthy will deputize to be the Republican's response man for this would be someone like a Jim Jordan, the Republican from Ohio, who likes to play the foil in these, you know, kinds of situations where he often will be the Republican point person for Kevin McCarthy, likes to go toe to toe, doesn't mind fighting with Democrats over issues like this. Yeah, I I agree. I think it, I think Jordan's an obvious choice, but uh, can't only be Jordan. You're going to have to find probably I would imagine they're going to be, you know, between six and ten would be my guess. Six and ten people who uh, Republicans to be on this committee. We don't again. We don't know the composition yet. And um, or who Pelosi will pick, frankly. Right. I mean, that's going to be the other big question is who who from the Democratic side does she pick to lead this? Is it the Benny Thompson of the world or is it one of the new? I mean, she had, was had a very creative approach when it came to uh, impeachment and got a lot of points in the in the caucus in terms of bringing together a bunch of people that weren't necessarily uh, the people that you might have thought, but really made some Democratic stars in, in that in that scenario. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I, I do think it'll be Benny Thompson, though. Benny Thompson has expertise in this area. Um, uh, he's the Homeland Security chair. He's been involved in this stuff for a while. Uh, uh, Jim Clyburn is openly lobbying for him, which, I, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter a ton, but it matters at least a little bit. So, um, you know, that I, I have to imagine that he'll be the chair. But again, you're right. Who, who does she pick beyond that oh, will be very interesting to see. All right. The other thing that is really important that we're watching here is infrastructure continuing uh, its winding process. This week, though, it's really all eyes on the House 
the speaker promised that they were going to vote on a an infrastructure package before the July 4th recess. And it looks like that's going to happen. Yeah, the, the long and winding road, as the Beatles said. But yes, she's going to it's going to be a Democratic only um, uh, infrastructure package. It's going to make its way to the floor this week. Again, this is not going to be uh, the bill that gets into law or anything that that resembles the bill that gets into law. If anything gets into law, this is just a a Democratic offer, a Democratic placeholder could be used as a a vehicle at the end of the day to um, to negotiate with if the senate gets anything if the senate gets gets its uh process going but you know i again pelosi is checking a box here she is getting a, an infrastructure bill before the july 4th recess um uh it's going to be a mo- i would imagine it's going to be almost completely partisan maybe a couple republicans vote for it i think a couple republicans voted for it in the committee um but you know the process the process drags on all right, let's move on to the number two story of the day, a reoccurring feature. We kind of pinpoint who we are watching uh, this week, and there's a couple of key groups. Uh, I'll start it off with progressives. Uh, clearly, the left flank of the House Democratic Caucus is going to be really something that we focus on this week. We want to know, you know, I mean, one, how do they react to Joe Biden's statement over the weekend, basically walking back the concept of doing a an infrastructure package and tying it to uh, another bigger package that the, the progressives are so bent on actually having happen? Um, what do you think is going to happen with progressives? Where, what does AOC do? What are some of these other progressives that have really been trying to push Biden for this dual track process? So uh, the th- I would say this, the things that I'm watching, I think the most important things that we're watching um, are uh, how do the progressives react, broadly speaking, right? I mean, um, so now the president is the president is saying he's not only suggesting he's saying he will sign a bipartisan infrastructure deal if it came to his desk without the larger um, uh, reconciliation, social safety net, human infrastructure, quote unquote, package. Um And that's a big deal because he said he would not do that. And then he had to walk that back. Uh, So will that how upset do they get? And and frankly, Nancy Pelosi says that both of them need to happen at the same time. So she's backing him. But she's she's basically backstopping Biden's original promise here. But I mean, listen, progressives are going to have to wrestle with um, a, a president who is suggesting basically that he's willing to do a bipartisan deal instead of the partisan deal that he that that they want. So very interesting dynamics with progressives. Nancy Pelosi has to control all of that, and it's going to have to be the backstop and the um, uh, the vanguard, I guess, for the progressive movement here. <clears throat> uh, absent the president's the president's commitment to the to the uh, uh, to the same issue. Yeah, I think the other obviously you know key faction that we watch every single day, whether it's on the filibuster, whether it's on infrastructure, whether it's on this bipartisan deal, it's the moderates, uh, it's the Joe Manchins of the world, the Kirsten Cinemas of the world, um, and trying to get a sense really of how the moderates are going to uh, react to this latest development. Where do they come up on this upcoming budget resolution? Clearly going to be uh, continuing to be a very important faction that that we're. We're going to be continuing to cover. Yep. And I, I just want to mention one other thing here. Um, the 
threading this needle for Pelosi is extraordinarily difficult and extraordinarily interesting. I mean, um, this is the long game, right? This is where Pelosi is supposed to excel. The long game in um, uh, keeping her troops together, keeping everybody in line over a three or four month period. So we'll see how that all that all uh, uh, plays out. All right, let's move on to the number three story. Wow, Bill Barr. He gets some real talk with uh, ABC's John Carl uh, in a story uh, in The Atlantic. It's pretty shocking, honestly, because we have not heard from Bill Barr and what his experience was in the lead-up and post-election dealing with then-President Donald Trump. That's right, Joe. Uh, it's not Joe Biden. I'm apologize. Apologies. Bill Barr is the person we're talking about. Bill Barr just unloaded. Um, uh, told John Carl basically everything that happened between him and the president. He said that um, uh, all of the president's uh, claims of election fraud were quote BS. He uses the real world, the real word rather. I'm not entirely sure if we could use that real word Let's here. Let's keep on it this family podcast. friendly here for those with children in the morning. We're going to keep it family friendly. That's good idea um and uh you know you know bill barr had been quiet so this is a first opportunity for him to set the record straight as he sees it uh john carl's writing a book about the final days of the uh trump presidency so that will be i have to imagine that some of this will be in that book uh but carl said he spoke to Barr over a series of interviews um uh in uh, over the spring, so it'll be interesting to see what else he said. Uh, of course, Donald Trump has has uh, pushed back, to say the least, calling him a rhino. Um, who doesn't Donald Trump hate these days? I mean, who who is he not? Who is he not upset with? Who is he? Who's who's uh, who is he not feuding with? I, there's very few people at this point, so um, you know, no surprise here. All right. And with that, before we let you go, I just want to flag that Jake and I are going to be sitting down Wednesday at 9 a.m. for a virtual Punchbowl News pop-up conversation with Gina McCarthy, President Joe Biden's national climate advisor. Lots to talk about there, how they're approaching climate, how climate fits into the infrastructure mix, and much more. So we hope you will join us for that. You can sign up uh, on our website, punchbowl.news. And thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also follow us at Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.